Welcome to the Running After 40 podcast, the podcast about all things related to running at 40 and beyond, produced by www.runningwithgrit.com. We help you stay physically healthy and emotionally strong at any running pace. I'm Sarah, your host, and a wife, a full-time working mom with three kids, three dogs, and a lifetime passion for running. Whether you are a veteran runner looking to maximize your times as a master runner or a brand new jogger starting in your 40s, 50s, or any age, this podcast will be there for your journey. I want to share stories, secrets, and strategies for success. This includes mistakes and lessons learned, all related to running past age 40. Let's hit the play button together and hit the roads as runners with grit after age 40. Hey guys, welcome to episode 89 of the Running After Age 40 podcast. I'm Sarah, your host, and today's episode is entitled, Why Impossible Goals Outshine Realistic Ones in Running and Fitness? And guys, this might be my favorite topic ever. It's something that I certainly was not familiar with. I have been taught over the years, you know, probably like you, to set realistic goals. And so that's what I've always done. I always set things where I thought that I could do them. Now, do you know, do we always meet them? Absolutely no. And I know there's stretch goals, but I, I wasn't really familiar with the term impossible goals. So that's why I'm so excited, and I hope you are too, to listen in to this because uh, I've dug into some of the research and realized that a lot of the things that I learned about goal setting for my running and for my fitness are wrong. It doesn't matter what age you're at. I mean, and we're not going to talk about just goal setting with respect to time or your pace in a race. There's so many different ways that we can set impossible goals in our running, in our health and fitness. Uh, But the important thing is to understand the importance of doing so. So I'm going to start by just explaining what an impossible goal is. And it's, it's honestly, it's exactly what you would think. It's a goal that feels impossible. So it's something that you, when you say out loud, you think to yourself, I may be a bit crazy, but, uh, so it's something monumental. It feels utterly attainable. And, you know, if you're describing it to your significant other or a friend, you're going to think, is this even possible? And the reason that they're so magical is, you know, I'm going to give you a sneak preview. It pushes your imagination. I want you to really dream big when you're thinking about what your impossible goal is. You can have more than one, but I wouldn't you know, focus on more than three at a time. So it'd be nice to have one for your running and one for your nutrition or your overall health. Uh, so if you're thinking about your impossible goals just related to your running, these can be distance targets. So if you want to say for the next 90 days, you can focus on a number of miles or a number of minutes run. So make it something where you, when you put it down or you say it out loud, you think, I don't know, that seems impossible. My schedule at work is so crazy and the kids have all these things going on. I just, you know, I don't know if that's attainable. That's the kind of thing that we want to do. I, it might be a pace. 
You know, if you're trying to improve your pace, let's put that down too. I I don't talk about that a lot on this podcast because a lot of us just can't, you know, get back where we were physically uh, to certain numbers, but there's no reason that you can't set something new as far as the fastest pace that you've run in this decade, something like that, uh, and make it, again, feel quite impossible. So remember, we're, we're looking for ambitious milestones, even nutrition things that at first glance seem beyond the realm of possibility. So with respect to nutrition, you know, it could be something like cutting out a certain food completely for 90 days or, you know, going gluten-free. I mean, I'm talking completely for 45 days. Uh, it could be just, you know, cutting out meat. Think about something where it feels absolutely crazy to you. To someone else, it might be completely realistic, but I want it to be something that feels impossible to you. Uh, So if you're thinking about, you know, let's go back to running for a second. Uh, If you're thinking about an example, you know, you might be a half marathoner and you're content and, you know, you're thinking, I'm going to set a goal to run another half marathon. Uh, But that's not really an impossible goal, guys. That's something that you've already done and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying push yourself further. So an impossible goal would be, in this case, you know, a 50 mile race for this individual. Believe me, that's not my impossible goal. That's not something that is going to be mine. Um, mine is more related to total minutes and total minutes of fitness. That seems, again, like it's impossible to fit in my schedule. But I'm just giving you a couple examples. You can do it of total miles. You can do it for minutes. So I'm going to back up for a minute and just talk about why we're not sticking with the realistic goals that we've all been told. You know, why not say, hey, I want to run, you know, under, you know, four and a half hours for my next marathon because based on my pace, that seems realistic. So it's a valid question and the running coaches out there, you know, they do a great job and they are going to set you up for specific things. So we want to make sure during your training, you know, you want those runs to be realistic. So I'm not saying that your training run should be based on this. I'm saying you want one to three impossible goals overall. The reason that we want to do this is when we have realistic goals, we get pretty comfortable. We tend to stick with our training regimens to the nutrition plans that we're used to. We might tweak them a little bit and improve. And I love being 1% better. So, you know, don't take that. This is not something that we're applying to our entire life. We're just looking for one to three things to do this way. But impossible goals disrupt your comfort zone. And what that does is it completely forces you to get creative and act a little bit differently. And I can tell you, if you set an impossible goal, you are going to take massive action. And that is, again, the goal of an impossible goal, okay? We're looking for you to get creative. We're looking for you to ask yourself, okay, well, that is completely impossible. What would it take for me to even come close to getting that? And again, your brain all of a sudden starts to think creatively, and so if it's, if it's something that just seems out of the realm, you don't have time, you don't have, you know, even the, the, the lifestyle where it can happen, that's what we are looking for, okay? We're looking for something for you to think in a whole new level. And it's about who you become, guys, in the process. It's not about whether or not you, it's, it's going to be great if you're able to meet one or two or three of your impossible goals, but it's really about 
the person that you ultimately transition to in the process, and you're going to go all in. You're going to become confident because you're going to be somebody that if they, if you say, I'm going after this, heck, you're just going to take action. You're going to be embracing failure more so than ever before. Because if you set impossible goals and you set three of them, failure is inevitable. And we're all taught and conditioned to not fail and to prevent failure. And you know that's why these nice, measurable goals are good because we know we can meet them and then we don't have to feel bad. Well, I'm going to challenge that and tell you that if you set impossible goals, I guarantee you're going to fail. And the truth is, the sooner, the quicker, and the more often you fail, the quicker you will get closer to your impossible goal and you'll become a more confident person. I'm going to say it again. We're conditioned not to fail. So this is a way to trick your brain into accepting and being okay with failure and realizing that failure is part of growing and that every time you fail, it's actually a lesson. So it's reframing and it's expanding and it's helping you become the best possible person you can be today. Not the past person that you were, but today. All right, how the heck do you even do this? You know, if you're making specific measurable goals already, that's great. What you're going to do is just to expand upon them in your nutrition, in your running. Again, you can set them for your minutes. You can set them for your distance. Uh, we want an end of time frame. So 45 days, I'm going to do this. 90 days, I'm going to do this. Uh, a year out from now, I'm going to have done this impossible things. Get creative. Go for a run and think about what would be absolutely impossible to even dream about. What is your big dream? And don't be afraid. If it's not something that you would say out loud, that's probably your impossible goal, guys, right there. So I'm going to just say that again. If it's something that you're scared to say out loud to your friends and family, that's probably the impossible goal that you need to go after. The second thing here after you set them is to understand that the reaction from your brain and your friends and family is probably not going to be good. They're going to think you're crazy. Your brain's gonna, your brain is going to scan and think back and realize, well, in your past, you couldn't do that. So why would you be able to do it now? That's silly. Don't do it. Your, your brain wants to protect you, right? It's that fight or flight response. It's natural. You need to realize that your brain is trying to help you, but don't buy into it. That is in your past and it doesn't have to be your future. Okay. So how are you going to combat this? You're actually going to write out on paper all the reasons that your impossible goal is crazy. Okay. So it's too far. It's too much time. Uh, it's too fast. And I've always get injured when I run that much. Uh, it's, you know, my family requires too much out of me, so I can't get that done. Uh, for a time goal, it might be, I don't have, you know, a track to go to. I can't get that kind of speed work in. I've never run those kind of paces before. I don't have a coach to help me, you know, just write out all the reasons that you can't do it. If it's a nutrition goal, you know, it's probably something like, yeah, we, we don't have have the budget to eat that kind of a food. We don't have uh, a chef to make us that kind of stuff. My family wouldn't eat that kind of food. Like write down all the reasons that your impossible goal is impossible. And then number three, you're going to define the strategies that you could do that. So you're going to go through all the reasons that it was crazy, and then figure out strategies to combat those for each possible thing. So if you don't have the time, you're going to write a strategy. Okay, I can go to bed 30 minutes earlier and get up 30 minutes earlier. Uh, for, you know, if it's 
my budget isn't, you know, to eat clean, then it's going to be, yeah, except for I'm going to go to all these and get, you know, the cheapest things. Anyway, I don't know what your strategies are going to be. This is going to take a lot of mind time. It's not something that you can do in 20 minutes. So don't try to do it. But the first step, again, is to figure out what the heck your impossible goals are. The second step, is to understand your reaction from your brain is not going to be good and you need to write out each reason that it's crazy. The third step is to def- figure out strategies to combat the crazy uh, that actually you know are doable. And then the fourth thing, guys, is to take massive action even when you don't feel like it. So take action every day. Consistency is truly the only way that you can make pro- progress toward your impossible goal. I want you to just, you know, remember that setting these goals is not actually about achieving the impossible. Like, it's going to be awesome if you make it, but if you set three of them, you have to go at it with the mindset that, you know, the the chance of actually meeting all three is not, you know, not highly likely, and you're probably going to have to pass some of them on till the next year or try again, and that is okay. Your journey is the real world reward, and it's going to be filled with lessons, resilience, personal growth. It's, again, who you become. I think that you'll be surprised how much you are able to, you know, get close, uh, if not actually achieve your impossible goal. But, you know, you're going to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to think and act differently. And just, you know, what what was the realm of possibility is can turn, you know, from an ordinary person, an ordinary individual into an extraordinary runner who goes after things that, you know, previously completely seemed impossible. So thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Running After Age 40 podcast. I hope you truly have a passion to go set an impossible goal and embark on that journey. Stay committed. Keep your running shoes laced up. Set your dreams high. uh, And thanks, as always, for listening. Thanks for listening to the Running After Age 40 podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate and give us a like in iTunes. Also check out our website, www.runningwithgrit.com for all things related to running over the age of 40. We have a special gift guide up for the holidays on the site designed to share stocking stuffer ideas and gifts for runners at pretty much every price. Thanks for listening.